You're listening to the Two for the Road podcast. I'm Simone. And I'm Katie. And this is episode three. Success. Yay. We're here again to annoy the people who, you know, don't listen don't to listen this to podcast. Us. Yeah. Um, well, tell me, let's, let's, let's say how our weeks have been. Tell me about your week. My week has been kind of messy. Um, it's May, which means that my life is about to get horrendously, awfully busy. Um, yeah. so I've already had a drama performance this week. I <laughs> have, and besides that, I have school. I had a report I had to hand in that was... That was entertaining. Um, what else did I do this week? Band rehearsals. Um, more school. Church. Yeah, all that stuff. This next week is the real busy one, so that'll be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've been pretty busy, too. I, um, I had a really big paper that I had to turn mm-hmm. in. Turned that in. The, I won't the, find out what my Reagan grade is. doctrine. Yeah, I won't find out what my grade is until Tuesday, and I'm kind of nervous that I maybe possibly bombed it. But here's the thing. Even if I fail the paper, I still have a B in the class, so I'm not super concerned. Um, and then on Thursday, I went on a field trip. First field trip of my entire life. I'm such a homeschooler. That's cool. Wow. That's okay. Um, I went on a field trip to the Minnesota Capitol, and that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and... Then oh, tell the lovely listeners what you were doing at Yay. Oh, okay. So Yay, for all of you people who don't know, which is probably everyone, um, is a homeschooler co-op, which means that lots of homeschoolers congregate in the same place, usually a church, and um, people come in and teach us how to do things that our parents don't know how to teach us how to do. So like foreign languages or science classes, or in my case driver's ed because I took driver's ed and I got my permit so I went out driving on Wednesday yeah it was actually really fun um I kind of like to drive and I didn't think I would and I didn't even kill anybody so that's always I good. mean that's that's a bonus yeah um so that's why I was at yay why why were you at yay Katie oh I was at yay. Of my dreams <laughs> um <laughs> Normally, I don't go to, I haven't gone to Yay for a while, but I started going this year on Wednesdays, and I go because I was in a drama class, and the drama class had their performance on Wednesday, which is what? exciting! So I am now officially a member of the Yay drama community, which means that I can audition for their plays and all that stuff, and I will be auditioning for a play in, at the end of May, so. What play? Do you know it's, yet? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Sherlock Holmes, and and it's going to be based on a few different books. That's like right up your alley. I know. I'm really excited. I'm already working on the monologues, and 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 mm. it's it's pretty exciting. I, it's I probably don't even have have the whisper of a shot of getting in, oh. but I'm gonna try. But if you were to get in, do you know like what part you'd audition for, or do well, they just cast you? They just cast you. You just read okay. the monologues, and and, and, she, and the director will just say, "Oh, you're gonna play this part," or "Oh, you you don't deserve to be in this play," and that's about oh. it. Is that is that Carla Barwinick who does those? Yeah. Okay. Shout out! Shout out! Car- Carla, Carla Barwinick. Barwinick. Shout out to you and your awesomeness. 
Yeah, I've gone to a couple of those performances because, I mean, homeschoolers all know each other because we're like a little... Midsummer Night's Dream. Actually, that's a huge myth, but it's kind of true. Um, So I've had other people that I know who have been in those. So I've gone and seen a few performances. And they're actually pretty good. Midsummer Night's Dream. What? Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, yeah. Actually, okay. Can I tell like a kind of weird story? Go ahead. That relates to that? Okay. So... I went and saw <laughs> I went and saw Midsummer Night's Dream last year, and I saw it twice. Um, and what? Jealous. I um, only saw it once. Okay. Do you remember the guy who plays Oberon? Yes. He's like African American. He has like <clears throat> swag. Like, <laughs> so he's I'm I don't know. He's like some year in high school. Um, so he goes to Yay, and he was <laughs> Oberon, which is like the male king of the fairy people. Um, and so. <laughs> So I go to Yay every Wednesday for driver's ed. Well, I did last week. It was my last week. And he and I always pass in the same place in the hall. And I, like, recognize him from that. But obviously he doesn't recognize me because I was just in the audience. So the first week that I'm at Yay, I'm just, like, leaning up against the wall. And he, like, walks by me. And he is, like, he's, like, what, 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 what? Which is, like, the opening little, like, thing to thrift shop. Thrift shop song by Macklemore and so he just like walks by and I was like <laughs> I was like hey like I know what that is that's me in my head so I was like he walks by and I was like I'm gonna pop some things <laughs> and he just like looked over his shoulder at me and we just like locked eyes and he just like nodded at me and I like nodded back and then he kept walking and then since then we made eye contact every single week I never said a single word to him I don't even know what his name is he doesn't even know what mine is but we have like this weird connection because we kind of sang a song together oh yeah that's awesome yeah so i like i've seen him a couple of times out of yay like at the grocery store and stuff and i'm always like this is weird because we're not friends but we both know that we know who the other one is and yet we've never made any move to actually talk to each other it's strange i like it yeah we have like a little weird musical connection so. Okay. I'm wondering, can I, since we're in, the, since we suddenly got off on the tangent of sharing Midsummer Night's Dream stories or play yay play stories, can I share one? Yes. Well, it's it's not as exciting, but That's um, cool. back in December, um, I was still in the class, and I was technically eligible to audition for the Treasure Island, which is the play they most did most recently, but I really had absolutely no chance of getting in because I was just I didn't have a chance. But yeah. anyway. So, <clears throat> I went in to audition, and instantly, like, all the guys, like, I didn't know most of the girls who were auditioning, but I recognized every single one of the guys as either being in Midsummer Night's Dream or in Jane Eyre, which is the one that did in November. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> it was so weird. It was like I was with famous people, and I was the little civilian, I guess, and, and here were all... <laughs> you were all these famous people and um they had uh she had us do a scene reading where there it was for two guys and a girl and so she had to go she kept reusing the guys over and over again because there were so many girls and so i get up there and i'm acting with two and so i'm standing in between these two guys who i have seen in the plays before and i'm just like breathe breathe they're Don't famous don't freak out. <laughs> I was like, don't, don't freak out. It was so, like, surreal, kind of. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. Oh, it was really cool. And, and the other one, the other story, and this is a really short one, but it was after I saw Treasure Island, and I got to Yay on Wednesday, and I saw the guy who plays uh, Squire Trelawney. Yeah. He was standing outside the building, like, on his cell phone or something, and I'm like, oh, it's Squire Trelawney! So, <laughs> and so I walk past him very slowly, like, don't freak out, don't freak out! It, it yeah. Was, it was so yeah. cool. No, I've had, like, a couple of moments in my life where I've been, like, in the general area of actually somewhat famous people, and every single time I'm like, oh my gosh, breathe, breathe, they're humans just like you, oh my gosh, they're famous! Yeah, I kind of, I kind of freak out a little bit. It's cool. I think, I think that's a natural reaction. I'm sure, yeah. It's oh, it's pretty. It was pretty awesome. I hope to join their ranks. And you, mm. lovely podcast listeners, you will know if I get to the privilege of joining those ranks. Mm. And then you'll be listening to famous people, person, yes. famous person. I'm not famous. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you I are. Like to think I like to think that I am, but I'm not at all. You had contact with an actual agent. You're <laughs> in the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. You're officially famous now. Thank you. Thank you so very very much. Anyway, this completely derailed. You were telling me about your week, weren't you? Oh, I was. Um, I don't know if I really had much else to say. My parents have been out of town, which I can safely say because you cannot come to my house and axe murder me because you don't even know where I live. Um, And if you did, that's cool. My sister and her boyfriend are here, and I'm pretty sure they'd prevent me from getting axe murdered. Um, (laughs) Side story. Um... So my parents Wait, have been gone. Wait, he's there, so... like, babysitting you, or he's just around? No, he's just like hanging out. They're just like hanging oh. out at our house. Um, I was gonna say. Yes, my sister's boyfriend is currently babysitting <laughs> me because I'm 17 and clearly can't take care of myself. <laughs> um, so I had the house to myself yesterday, and I, I don't know, I was just like. Like, when's the next time I'm really going to have the house to myself? So I just, like, went all out, played really loud music, watched movies, didn't, like, do the dishes all day, walked around crying like a crazy person because I read The Fault in Our Stars. Oh! Spoiler (laughs) alert! We have a segment for that. We do? Yeah. New Find of the Week or whatever. Oh, yep, yep. So that's a spoiler alert for New Find of the Week. You all just have to keep listening to see how that ends. Speaking of which, we need a better name for that segment, and clearly people are not going to come up with one for us, so we should probably come up with one ourselves. We probably point. should. Ugh. Maybe you, maybe when you listen again next week, we'll have an actual name for that section. Um, okay, so, yeah, I just, like, hung out and then got the brilliant idea last night at midnight for an idea for some writing, so I stayed up till four in the morning writing things, and started, okay, started a movie, which I will tell you more about in New Find of the Week. Not going to spoil that now. But I literally watched, like, three movies yesterday. Three. Maybe four. I just was like, hey, I have the house to myself. I'm going to watch a movie at noon. Yes, I am. That's something that I will do. So, yeah. I approve. <sighs> Thank you. Did you already tell me about your week? Had you finished yes. with that or did I interrupt I think you? I finished with that, yes. Okay, good. So, that's what we've been doing. Yeah. But, All right. Yeah, May May is going to be crazy for me. Ugh. No kidding. 
we, me and Simone are, have lovely, we have lovely families. We really do, but they're very artistic families. Mm. So we are involved in many artistic endeavors. Yep. Can you hear my cat meowing? I heard her meow like once. Okay. My cat is being really annoying right now. I mean, I love her to pieces, but she just really would like to be in my bedroom right now. And that's really not a good idea. Yeah. Because she likes to walk all over my computer keyboard and then bad things happen. That's true. Yes. But Simone, why so why is May going to be extremely busy for you? I have one word for you. Piano. Mhm. So for I don't think I've completely said this before, so I'll say this briefly. Um my mother is a piano teacher. That's what she does. So I am one of her 16 piano students. Ouch! My cat just stabbed me in the back with her claw. Go away! I think, I think you don't have to worry about axe murders, but you don't have, You do have to worry about that cat. Yeah, I probably need to worry about my cat. Um, so, I... Uh, this is my 11th year taking piano lessons from my mother. And so, something that happens every May is we have, like, a piano recital. It's kind of a big deal. And then we also do something called the National Guild Auditions. I want to kill this cat. No, I don't. I love cats. Um, We do something called the National Guild Auditions, which is a misleading name because you're not really auditioning for anything. Confuses people to no end. But pretty much you prepare a program of pieces and you play them for a judge. And then they pretty much... That was lovely alliteration right there. A program of pieces? You prepare a program of pieces. Oh my gosh. You prepare a program of piano pieces. There we go. It's pretty cool. Anyway. Thanks. Um, So you prepare a program (laughs) of pieces for a judge, and you play for them, and then they give you, like, this big report card, and they test and rate you on, like, all of these things, and then you get an overall grade. Um, So I'm playing eight pieces and then taking two tests. Um, which is what I usually do. There's one year that I did 12 pieces, and we're just not going to repeat that because that was a freaking amount of work. That was so much work. Anyway, so I'm practicing for that, and then my mother is also our church choir director, and um, our church accompanist had to... My cat is, like, poking me. (laughs) Why don't you just move away from the door? Because it's... I get really good internet reception right here. Oh. (laughs) Then stuff a pillow under the door. Oh, I do have a pillow under the door. She's poking me through the pillow. I don't know. My cat has mad skills. (laughs) Anyway, okay, moving on. So my mother is the church choir director, and our church choir accompanist had to quit earlier this year. So I've kind of filled in the position. (laughs) Okay, this needs to stop. Go away. Okay, I think I took care of it. Um. So I've been playing as the church choir accompanist, so I've been practicing for that too. And that's actually kind of a lot more work than it sounds like because it just is. So that's why my May is busy, and I'm finishing up school and getting ready to leave on a camping trip, and yeah. Okay, so that's... Why is, why is your May busy? My May is busy because, well, this weekend is going to be really busy because tonight I'm going to my dad's concert his the spring choral festival concert i'm going Mm. to that luckily not singing in it because that would just add to the yeah craziness but uh tomorrow i have my dual piano and choir concert Ooh, Um, nice! yes uh it's after church and then monday and tuesday i have two performances of our play at my other co-op the co-op i go to normal co-op 
So we're doing Midsummer Night's Dream, and that's going to be Monday and Tuesday night. Uh, and then I have I have Guild Two. I have that in two weeks, and I only t- I only do four pieces, and then I do sight reading. I'm I'm a little wimp. I don't I don't no, go for fine. the eight. <laughs> I mean, the reason okay, like in my mom's piano studio, I think there's like different expectations and standards, as well as I don't even know if you know this, but I'm doing a senior piano recital next year. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, so I'm already having to prepare for that. Like, I kind of hate myself for signing up for it, but I'm also really glad that I'm doing it because I want to be a music major in college. And I really I really do love to play the piano, and I do love to practice. But it's already turning into, like, a heck of a lot of work. But I don't mm-hmm. really mind. But I just like to complain about it. Of course. Complaining. It's okay. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I but, will, not, I will yeah. not bore you with so. all the details. But yeah, that's kind yeah. of why I'm doing one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I like, I'm not really, I like music, but not that much. I like piano, but not that much. So I'm doing that at the end of May as well. And then I have my band concert, which is in two weeks. And I'm preparing for that. And that's going to be really long. And I'm in like three different bands w- within my band. They have like a symphonic band and a jazz band. And then we have a flute ensemble. And it's active. Is this the homeschooler band? Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah. uh, I love that I, we are such like classic homeschoolers. Homeschool band, homeschool co-op, homeschool theater group, homeschool driver's ed. Like, we are just in the homeschool We thing. are. We I always, love it. We always have been. Um, <sighs> anyway. Will be. So I'm doing that, and then I have my audition for the, 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 the play, the CB Productions play, so I have, I have to read... Three of the Sherlock Holmes books, which I still have to get and read. Ooh, and which then I have ones? to do the monologues. What? Which ones? Um, the two I remember I remember are Study in Scarlet, which I've already read, and then yep. The Scandal in Bohemia, which is a short story. Yep. And then I've already read... I've read both of those. I went through... I mean, I still really like Sherlock Holmes, but I went through a phase where I read them all, and we have, like, the complete set, which my father owns, so I had to be, like, super careful with him because uh, he gets course. super, like uptight about people touching his precious books um i mean i kind of get it um mm. but i i read both of those and i really liked those yes so yeah so i have to do all that and i think that is it and then i have a june of nothing so that'll be fun that's nice yeah my first half of june is pretty much nothing um should we talk about um okay here, here's what we have to do. We have our, like, awkward story section. We have our new find of the week section. Then I, I'm trying to think if I have, like, a random thing to say to you. Which I don't think I do. I kind I don't of have, do. I don't have anything this week. Um, and then we have the Would You Rather game as well. Yeah, or and we are also potentially, are we still talking about podcasts and blogs that we Yeah, have? let's do it. Okay. Should we do that? Yeah, let's do that first. Okay. Do you want to go first or should I? Um, you go first because I have to compile the ones that I want to talk about. <laughs> oh, unprepared I'm, are we, Katie? I'm Look so at you prepared. teasing me about not being ready for this podcast and you aren't even ready. <laughs> well, I have everything else. I just don't have this. Uh-huh. Sure. Oh, you give me those puppy dog eyes. You know how that affects me. Not at all. <laughs> Actually, that's a little creepy. <laughs> those are not good puppy dog eyes. Those are like, I have a demon inside of me eyes. Rawr. Anyway. Raj. Um, anyway, go ahead. Yes. Okay. So I 
I don't actually listen to that many podcasts, and the three that I listen to are all kind of interconnected. The one that I listen to the most diligently is the one that Katie and I kind of podcast bonded over. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I introduced you to it. Um, you did. It's called the Joy the Baker podcast, and it is hosted by um, Joy... Ooh, I'm not going to be able to remember her last name. It's the Baker. That's her totally her last name. <laughs> is it Joy no. Williams? No, that's close though. Joy something. Shoot, I'm going to Google it because I want to be able to tell you. Um, but it's co-hosted with Tracy Benjamin. Joy the Baker. Real name. Yeah. I don't know why I can't remember her name. Joy Wilson. Joy Wilson. Um, and then it's co-hosted with her friend Tracy Benjamin of Shutterbean. Um, and they both have blogs. So Joy blogs at Joy the Baker and Tracy Benjamin blogs at Shutterbean. Um, and they their podcast ostensibly revolves around cooking and baking. But it also has a lot of just like real talk gossip and problem solving and what we based our podcast on yeah it's kind of where we got the idea for ours we were like we could do that we could do that too um and so their podcast is just a little over two years old i think now i think i'm right on that timeline um Mm -hmm. and i really really like it um and i listen very diligently to that um and then so their podcast is part of a group of podcasts called home fries um it's like a little, I don't want to say company, but it's like a little group of people who all do podcasts together and they have like a common website that they share. Um, so I listened to another podcast that shares that um, group. Well, I don't, I'm not saying this well. Um, and it's called The Crush and um, it is two women. I don't even know if they tell you what their last names are. Um I don't even know if they tell you what their names are. One of them's name is Whitney, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> this shows you how much I pay attention. I really do pay attention. Um, it's kind of a weird podcast for me to like because it's a sommelier podcast, which means it's pretty much all about beer and wine. <laughs> oh, this one. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, I'm 17. I don't even drink beer and wine. I don't even drink things with alcohol in them. I mean, yeah, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> I actually had to think about that for a second. I don't, though. Um, but it's actually very interesting and they're both very funny and I've actually really enjoyed the opportunity to learn a little bit more. It's mostly about wine, but they do include beer and other, other alcohol-y drinks in there. Um, I've actually enjoyed the opportunity to learn a bit more about wine because wine is actually very interesting. Um, like the making podcast, podcast, what am I saying? The making process, <laughs> the making podcast. Oh, gosh, dang it! (laughs) The making process and the different kinds of wine and the different places in the world where it's made. So I really enjoyed that. And that's The Crush. Um, And we'll put links. We'll put I'll put links to these in the show notes. I'm gonna make a note that I need to do that. Um, The third podcast that I listen to is called The Simple Mom Podcast. Um, Ah. why can I never remember people's names who podcast? I'm very sorry. It's run by a woman. 
She's a mom. <laughs> um, and so it does, I mean, it does focus a little bit on having a family and a house and, and kids and such. But it's also just very witty and funny. And she just kind of talks about her life. And she has guests on the podcast from time to time. Um, and it's just really interesting and entertaining. Um, so those are the three that I listen to. Um, I am more of a blog reader than I am a podcast listener. Um, so I read the each of the women who does who does these pod do these podcasts also have blogs that go along with them. So I read the blogs, and then I also read um, quite a few fashion blogs, um, which sounds I don't know. I think it makes me sound shallow when I say that I do that. And obviously, I'm not even like a very fashionable person. Like I buy my clothes from Target. Let's be real. Um, but I will put a link in the show notes to some of my favorite fashion blogs if you feel like checking those out. And they're just, they're like a fun, they're really fun for me to read and just like, I don't know, I enjoy fashion and I enjoy the process of putting together clothing and jewelry. Um, and yeah, so I think that's all I have. Okay. Lane, but true. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> I have three as well. Uh, the first one and the one I listen to the most religiously. Sorry if you can hear my chair squeaking. There we go. No, I can't. The one I listen to the most religiously is <laughs> the Doctor Who podcast. Yeah, yeah. And it's the Doctor Who podcast. And it's Ooh. run, it's, it's an awesome podcast. It's run by, it was originally like four guys and now there's like, five guys and one girl and there and there's two people there's a person from the US and then there's like four people from the UK and then there's one guy who lives in Australia and he's kind of the runner of it. Oh, and I bet the accents on that podcast are just delicious. What's just delicious? The accents on that yes. podcast? Except mm -hmm. most of the guys are pretty old, but it's okay cuz they have awesome accents. I don't accents. care. Um uh but okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Did My you lose your train of thought? Away. Yeah. Blech. Okay. Anyway, um, so they they talk about, you know, they're really well versed in the in the Doctor Who world. They know a bunch of stuff about it that I don't know, and they know, um, a lot. They know a lot of things about it, and they're really, they really get into the culture. So they're really on top of when there are different Doctor Who conventions and when different DVDs of old episodes are coming out and they're very on top of the ball for, and so it's really informative for me who's very interested in Doctor Who but I can't mm. keep up with the culture as much as I'd like to listen to yeah. them and to hear oh this DVD's coming out oh this is out this is out and then of course they do reviews of the new episodes which is always very informative for me yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, so that's that's the one I listen to the most. Um, another one I listen to is "Let the Eaves Drop," which is a podcast by um, Hannah Camacho and Bethany Howe. And um, I actually found it. They they kind of do what we do. They just talk about random stuff and what's been going on, and they have different segments and they talk about stuff. And it's very informative, kind of like the Joy the Baker podcast, except without mm -hmm. the premise of something they just kind of talk yeah and um bethany actually has a youtube account called ophelia bh and that's how i originally found her because i really liked the uh, youtube account and then she said oh i have a podcast and so i 
started listening to the podcast. And shout out to um, Hannah Camacho. She gave me excellent podcasting assistance when I was in need. And she sent me a personal message telling me personal audio file telling me how she set it up. And I was in shock when I received that. So if you're listening, I sent you the link to our podcast and I don't think you listened to it. But if you happened to hear this, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Because I would be lost without that. That's so sweet. I love it when people who are like... I don't, I don't know. I guess I will use the word famous. I love it when people who are like famous still take time to actually like get on your level and be like, oh, I will help you do this. Like I will, mm-hmm. I will be your person, even though we might not be in like the same social standing. I like that. Yeah, I, it was. I approve of that. It was so cool. And I, and I, I owe her a lot because she took, she took the time to personally do that for me. It was awesome. So anyway, so that's that one and the the last one I listen to religiously is called The Truth Mm. and it's um, it's like little short they're like 15 minutes 10 to 15 minutes little stories or things like that that are like dramatic reading or radio drama except the uh, the the dialogue is interpreted by the act not interpreted by the actors it's improvised by the actors oh so they have the story, but the dialogue is improvised on the spot, so it sounds really natural and That's really really cool. Yeah, it's re- it sounds really real, and it's really real. That's redundant, but that's cool. <laughs> it sounds real, and it's really it's cool. It's very fun to listen to, and some of the stuff you know it can be a little explicit sometimes, but not too bad. Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. That, so that's that's good. I think I'll probably actually check out that third one because that sounds really cool. Um, so, can you hear my cat? Oh, oh, I love her. I also want to kill her. That's cool. Be my, quiet. Pipe down. My cat is sleeping soundly on my bed. Mm, Sam or Pearl? Sam. Sam. I love Sam. Um, Sam and I are like BFFs, I think. Um, okay, so do, do you read any blogs or not? Um, I am really not a blog reader, so okay, no. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, um, okay, so that covers that. Um, what do, okay, can I tell you my awkward story? I think we should do awkward stories now, yes. Okay. So this is not so much of an awkward story as it is an incredibly, incredibly, incredibly dumb blonde moment like and the good thing is that this entire thing happened all inside of my head so nobody knew how dumb I was being but I just felt super idiotic after I figured out what was actually going on because I okay I'm just gonna tell you the story please don't judge me I promise I'm not an airhead in real life okay so this actually happened this morning I got up and I'm, like, getting dressed and everything, and I'm, like, washing my face, and I use, like, face wash, and then I was, like, putting on, like, body spray or whatever. Like, I don't really know. I was using, like, products on my face and self, and I was, like, <laughs> I can't even do this. Okay. I was, like, huh, I, I wonder how many calories are in this. 
Okay, you need to shut up because I didn't realize what I was thinking, okay? <laughs> it's like, I don't know how many calories are in these things. And I'm like looking on the labels and none of them have like calorie amounts. And I'm like, that's weird. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm probably ingesting like so many calories of like body wash and shampoo. Like people probably don't realize this. Like probably like half of the calories that I am ingesting come from like my shampoo. Oh my gosh. And I was like, Wait, what if people gain weight not because they're actually eating unhealthy, but they're just like wearing a lot of makeup? <laughs> I can see your face in Skype. Okay, so I didn't realize. And then I'm like, wow, like this is probably like a breakthrough in like science. Like I need to inform people of this. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, how dumb am I? And I stood in the kitchen and just like laughed hysterically. Because of course these things don't have calories. You're not eating them. <laughs> and then I just stood in the kitchen and felt like so stupid. Like, what the heck was I thinking? Of course I'm not like ingesting calories from these. I'm not eating them. <laughs> I'm just putting them on my face. Gosh dang it. So that's my awkward story of me being the biggest idiot on the face of planet Earth. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That, that's like Facebook status worthy. That is so awesome. I, I tried to figure out how to make it into a Facebook status, but it just like didn't work. Oh, I just felt, I mean, like I still think back on that and I was like, I thought I was having like an epiphany that would like change my life. Like, here's how to lose weight. Like, stop putting stuff on your face. Like, no. You'd be you'd be one of those awkward um, little side commercials they have on websites that say, "Click here for the one tip you can use to lose fat." Yeah, have stop ever, using seen body wash. Ugh. Yes, that's my awkward story. Oh, that's awesome. That that is that's awesome. I applaud that. Thanks. Okay. What's now, yours? Well, mine, I'm cheating because I couldn't think of one. I kind of I, I forgot, and then I was thinking about it, and I couldn't think of one. So um, uh, I am going to say one from my March band concert. Now, Simone, being the choir-slash-piano person that you are, have you ever played at nursing homes? Yes, with um, actually with our grandma several times. Oh, all right. Yes. Well, there you go. Yes. Um, at said nursing homes, have you ever had any, um, awkward, uh, um, occurrences with, with elderly people who like mm -hmm. to be very opinionated about music very loudly during the concert? Uh, yeah, I actually have. Okay, I... then, then, then you will understand the hilarity of this. Okay, I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, we had our, our mid- our mid-semester band concert at a nursing home here in Minnesota and all of the kids were there and we had already played a few songs and he was and, and our director was making an announcement about the next song I don't even remember what it was <laughs> there was this lady in the front row and right before we're going to start the next song she goes I have a question oh this is gonna get good and it was, it was, and, and we're all just, I think we all kind of looked at each other like, what is going on? And, and he says, all right, what's your question? And she says, and, and I don't, and it wasn't really an awkward question, but I, it was something like, 
Do you think that a student who is going to play a musical instrument should have a history in piano? Oh. It was I it was the most random thing. Yeah. And 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 something inside me was going uh-huh. What possessed you to ask that question in the middle of the concert? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's and, and weird. And she was asking it like like she was accusing him of not appreciating the mag- the majesty of piano or something like that. And he answered the question and he was very polite and we went on with the concert and she didn't ask another question again. But it was the just weird. Very uncomfortable. Yeah, it was very uncomfortable and very awkward and it's like, "Okay, you could ask yeah. that after the concert." Yeah, that would be very uncomfortable and very awkward. And you just like it- sit there and you're like, "What do I do?" Mhm. And the whole room is full, and it's just, oh, it was, it was really weird. So that's my mm. awkward stories in history. Can I, can I do like a side, I don't know, addition to the awkward stories thing? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Have you ever had, have you ever had moments as a girl where elderly men say weird things about you? Um, I, uh, not <laughs> explicitly, but I know what where you're going. Okay. I'm not going to say who this was with, but I was at, yeah, I think it's fine if I say, I was at church, um, and was greeted by a guy who's probably, uh, probably in his 60s. And he's like, he's like harmless. He's not like a perv or anything. Um... And so I'm, like, standing in the back row of church, and the service has, like, just started, and everyone's kind of, like, it's the time in the service when people are, like, greeting one another. I don't know if you do that in your services. So awkward. in ours. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing ever, especially if you're, like, standing around nobody, and you're like, well, I can walk over four rows and be like, hey, but that's weird. So anyway, I'm standing in the back with several of my guy friends, because we usually go to the service together. And I'm just, like talking to them and I have I feel like this tap on my shoulder so I like turn around and this elderly guy who like everybody knows um and he's not like weird or anything he like goes in for a hug not unusual like that's fine and he's like (laughs) you look beautiful today darling and I'm like thanks a because who wants to be called beautiful by a 65 year old man and b please do not call me darling I don't know you. Like, we're not we're not BFFs. Even if we are BFFs, please do not call me darling. We're not married. You're not dating me. And you're old enough to be my father. Or probably grandfather, if you work that math out properly. Like, and I was just like, I didn't know what to say. What do you, like, what do you say back? Like, thanks, you're looking handsome? Like, no. So I was just like, um, yeah. <laughs> and then I was just like, I'm gonna go say hi to this person. And walked away. And it was just, like, super weird. And that's not, like, the mm-hmm. first time it's happened. Ugh, it was just super Ooh. awkward. <sighs> that's, that's just a side. I, I, there is one guy who every time I see him, he'll call me. He'll be like, oh, you're looking beautiful or something. But I know him well. And he's really cool. I mean, he's, yeah. like, 70. And he's got a girlfriend. Okay, yeah. I mean, like, that's cool. You're allowed to... You're, yeah. And there's, like... That's true. There's... I have some more elderly men that I know. Oh gosh, I feel like that makes me sound odd. Um, 
No, I have, I like make friends with old people very well. I feel like that sounds weird to say. Um, especially like in my church choir. And so there are mm. several like guys who are like in their 70s or like 60s who will come in and be like, oh, like you're looking nice or like, how are you doing today? And it's not weird because we're like friends. But I, right. one of them was like, you're looking beautiful, darling. Like that would be a little weird. Yes. Yes. Ooh, ooh. I think it was the darling that really got me. Like, I'm not your darling. I'm not. No. You can't mouth no. things through Skype because people on the podcast can't hear you. <laughs> I know. I keep forgetting that. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll hear something when I'm listening back on the podcast. I'll hear a moment when I like shake my head or something, and then I remember Katie. They can't hear that. <laughs> FYI, she was mouthing no. Yeah, can, you're I doing can it again. Myself doing it. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so yes, those are our awkward stories. Um, what do we want to do next? We have a lot to get done, and we've been yeah, wasting ooh, our we time. We have like twenty minutes left. Um, we okay. So we have would you rather's. We have our new discoveries of the week, and I think that's it. Ah. Uh... Yeah, I think that is it. And I still have to think of my would-you-rathers. I am so unprepared. What am I going to do with you? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to ship you know. off to Siberia. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. As long as they have Wi-Fi there. I'm pretty sure they don't have Wi-Fi in Siberia. Darn. Someone yeah. from Siberia, email us and prove us wrong. Uh... We only have, what, 14 subscribers, and I'm pretty sure none of them are from Siberia. But good try. Good try. I tried. <laughs> um, okay, so obviously we can't do would-you-rathers because somebody's not prepared. I will get prepared. We can do them. I just, not, 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 not right now. Okay, then it's new find of the week. All right. Go for it. You, you, you've already spoiler alerted your new stuff, so go for it. I think you should go first because I went first on the two other sections. <sighs> Fine. I will go first. Mine isn't that dramatic anyway. Um, dun, dun, dun. Okay, so I am, anyone who knows me knows that, well, I'm pretty sure anyone who knows me knows, that I am a big fan of Lemony Snicket and a series of unfortunate events, As which am is... I. The most convoluted uh, oh. children's book series in the history of children's book series. And even now, I am a 16-year-old. I should be too old for those books. Um, and yet I read them, and there are clues, and there are parts of the story that I need to know. And it's, it's intense. They're, I, those books are, I would classify them as deliciously twisty. Like, they're yes. just amazing. And I'm 17, and I still reread them, and I'm still collecting them all. So there is no shame. No. I have all of them, and almost all of the supplement, supplementary reading that goes with them. I am not ashamed. But anyway, um, and recently, one of my friends, who is also a big uh, Lemony Snicket series of Unfortunate Events fan, um, emailed me and said that he has come out with a new book series. It's called down. All the Wrong Questions, and it talks about... Oh, it's so exciting. The author of the books, his actual name is Daniel Handler but he writes them under the pen name of Lemony Snicket, and he's basically created this whole new character of Lemony Snicket. And so this new book series, he, he's written it, and he talks about Lemony Snicket, or himself, 
when he was 13, when presumably he is he graduates from VFD, which if you've read the books, yeah. you know what that means. If you haven't read the books, go read them. Please do. Um, uh, but he, he's, and he's basically now he is a volunteer. And so it talks about that. And it's, I keep finding little clues that hark back to the original series. And it's Wait, so have you already read them? Exciting. Wait, say it again. Have you already read them? The... No. No. There's only one book out. Uh, and I'm about halfway through it. Oh my gosh. Did you like get it from the library? Where did you find this? Okay. Yeah. You, can, you can't nod. Um, you have to say words. <laughs> sorry. Okay, um, I need to I need to get on reading this. I thought they were coming out like in the future. I didn't know there was any yet. Oh my no. gosh. There is oh. one that came out in October and I think the next one is gonna come out next October or something like that. Ooh. I those honestly, okay. Whatever age you are, I think you will really enjoy the books. But if you have children who are I would say fifth through ninth grade that's like a perfect age to read these and they are like they are like there are a couple of series of books that I think of as like this the books of my childhood like the books that raised me and this is one of those series they I mean it sounds so cheesy but they have like a dramatic impact on my life yes and like oh wait so I um when did the movie come out do you remember what year that was yes it was, you wanted to take me to that movie for your birthday party, and, and I was scared, and I didn't want to go, and I have a feeling that that was your 10th birthday party. Hmm, that sounds too old. Why, the year 2004 keeps coming into my head. Would that have been too long ago? Well, that would have been your 10th birthday. That 2004? I was not 10 in 2004. Then I'd be 20 in 2014. Oh, wait. I lied. Um, I'm Googling it. Okay, because I want to know this. You continue with your... Oh, 2004. Um, yep, 2004. So I would have been... Eight. S- turning eight. Eight. Because I remember that was... I, so I was eight, so that would have been fourth grade or third grade mm-hmm. is when I started reading them. And I started with the ninth book, so I had no idea what was going on. Oh. I still loved them. Yeah. My mom read the first three aloud to me, and then I read the rest of them by myself. I, I read them completely out of order, and some of them I listened to on audiobooks. I, I still don't think I have actually read through all of them, because some of them I listened to on audiobook. Oh. But I... Anyway. Okay. About, like, once every two years, I read through them all again. I, sh- I should really do that. I need to read through them all in series. I usually will just pick one and read out of mm. it, just for the fun yeah. of it. Yeah. Because I have, I have, like, a couple of books that are, like, above and beyond, like, my favorites. So, like, book 10 and book 11 are kind of, like, my favorite, too. And so I read those a lot. Um, 6, 9, and 12. Mm-hmm. Well, look, we work so well together. <laughs> 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay. Um, do you have other new finds? Um, other than that, I don't believe I do. Okay. I then I will it. talk briefly. I, okay. I Last week I had actually a lot. Um, this week I only have a couple. And I keep burping. I don't know why. Um, okay. So I read kind of the most fabulous book ever this week. Um, and Katie, I actually think your mom would like it. Um, okay. This, oh, okay, yeah. I read two books this week. This is the first one. Um, it's called The Power of Habit. And 
I should know who it's by, but I don't. Ooh, I do. It's by Charles Duhigg, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Um, making a note. Um, and, okay, it's fascinating because it talks about how habits are formed and how they affect our lives. But it's also very interesting because it talks about how you can change habits in your life or modify habits or make new habits to change your life for the better. And it's really, it's a pretty quick read. And even though it's like very scientifically based, it doesn't have like jargon that you can't understand. So I read through the whole thing in probably like four hours. Um, And I took some notes because I I really liked it. But I highly recommend it, even if you don't have like anything in your life that you want to change. It's just an interesting book like I didn't realize until I read it how much habits really do affect our lives and how much they kind of drive us without us even noticing um and it was also interesting to see like how you can harness different habits to change different areas of your life and how habits are really formed and what they're really all about so I really recommend it um I actually heard of the book through the Joy the Baker podcast because Tracy Benjamin read it and they talked about that, I think it was in, like, their October podcast. Like, it was a long time ago. Um, and I requested it from the library, and I was number 64, so I've been waiting <laughs> for it for quite some time. Um, but it's definitely worth the read, and I, I highly recommend it. I think I think you probably want to be, like, a freshman in high school at least to read it, because otherwise I don't think you'll find it interesting enough. Like, it's not like it has, like, explicit content or it's too mature or something. It really doesn't. But, um... I just think it might not, like, interest you until that age. But really, if you're any age, you can give it a try. But I highly recommend that. Um, second <laughs> second book that I read this week is The Fault in Our Stars by John Green. Um, it's a book that's kind of been circulating around through, I think, like, the, the sophomore in high school to, like, senior in college kind of age range. Um, very popular right now. John Green has written a lot of other books, which I haven't read yet, but I have another one sitting on my desk waiting for which me one? as we speak. Um, An Abundance of Catherines. I got, like, through the first five pages, and then I just said, you know what, I'm not reading this. So, oh. I think I our tastes in literature are very different. I think it's rare that we agree on books that we both like. Um, well, I mean, I liked it. I just, it didn't capture me right away, and I had another book I wanted to read. Okay, yeah. So... Um, Okay, so a word about The Fault in Our Stars before I tell you how awesome it is. Um, It is a more mature book, so it does have, like, a couple of F words in it, and there's, like, one kind of inappropriate scene, and it deals with, like, some more mature, like, concepts. So I'm going to say if you're, like, unless you're, like, a sophomore or junior in high school, you should probably check with your parents before you read it. Um, I would say if you're, like, 15 or younger. <laughs> um, not that your parents shouldn't let you read it, but I think some parents aren't, like, comfortable with their kids reading about certain stuff. My parents are very, like, it's not like they don't care, but they're very, like, open to us reading and watching things that are more mature. Um, but I get that not all parents are comfortable with that. That said... It is probably in the top five books that I've ever read in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And I have read a lot of books. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is one of those books that is like, well, don't nod your head at me. You didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. I am not denying that it wasn't one. I I am not saying it wasn't completely and absolutely excellent. I'm just saying that my, my, my brain would not let me finish it. 
Yeah, it is like it's a challenging book to read because it it makes you uncomfortable. In yes. I think a really good way. I think really good literature should make you a little bit uncomfortable. Um but it's a very oh, it just like okay. I'm going to sound like a crazy person and I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. So I started it Thursday night and I read like the first 20 pages and then I read the rest of it, which is, I don't know, I think the whole thing is probably 350 pages. I read the rest of it yesterday morning and by page like 200, I was just like sobbing uncontrollably. Like, and I would have to like take a break and like blow my nose and like wipe my eyes so that I could continue to see the words on the pages. Um, and then I finished the book and I just like sat on the floor of my bedroom and cried for like a good hour. Like I have never cried that hard in my entire life, like ever. And I cry pretty easily in books and movies. I cry pretty easily, but normally I can like shut it off. I can like pull myself together and be like, okay, like you need to get your butt off the floor and like move on and go do whatever you need to do. No, I like couldn't do it with this one. I like would get up and I'd be like, okay, I think you're done crying now. And then I'd just be like, but, but it's so sad. And then I would just like break down and weep more. Um, so probably don't read it in public unless you want to look like a sobbing mess because I guarantee you, unless your heart is made of absolute cold, hard rock, you like are going to cry. You like are going to cry or you're going to have to restrain yourself pretty, pretty hard. Um, I just told myself no. And then I, I, I thought about it. I thought very hard about crying. And then I said, no. <laughs> yeah. I did not have that ability to restrain myself. Um, also, I was listening to it on an audiobook, which might have affected it slightly. Yeah. But I don't know. I think, yeah, I think it's a little different when you read as opposed to when you listen. Um, so I highly recommend that book. Just saying. Um, and then the other thing from this week, uh, is, oh, I found a new music group that I like. Um, the music group and is called... And a movie. You have a lot this week. I do actually have a lot this week. Okay, I'm gonna make this quick, though, because we're running out of time. Um... We are. <laughs> and we haven't even heard from you yet. Oh, we have heard from you. We have yeah, we have. Week. Okay. So, I found a music group that I like called Need to Breathe, um, which is all one word, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just have really cool music. Um, they sound a little bit like Mumford and Sons and a little bit like, I don't know, kind of like, not bluegrassy, but like a little bit more like, I don't know, there's like banjo action going on. Um, I really like them and their songs are super addicting to sing along to and they're very good like pump it up songs. So like I like to listen to them in the morning when I get up. So I'll put a link to my favorite song of theirs, um, called The Outsiders. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, and then the movie. I have not finished the movie yet, so perhaps I should not yet endorse it. But it's very good. It's called Silver Linings Playbook, and it has Jennifer Lawrence and it. Bradley Cooper in it. Um, it is an R, so, you know, like, check with your parents. Use your judgment. I think it's really only an R for language. Um, but it does have, like, again, a couple more, like mature ideas I guess like mental illness and like yeah there's a like a tiny little bit of violence in it um but it's very 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 good um and it's again very thought-provoking and like it makes you like a little bit uncomfortable but in a very good way and I'm a big fan of Jennifer Lawrence and of Bradley Cooper so I'm very much enjoying that and I as soon as we get done with this podcast I'm probably gonna finish it and that brings me to an end 
All right. All dun, right. dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Now. Yes. I think we should finish out this podcast with a few rounds of Would You Rather. I agree. And I'm going to cheat. I looked up some questions online, and some of them are kind of fascinating. So I'm just going to use those, because I couldn't think of my own that didn't okay. suck. Okay. Go so first. You can, you can, well, you, you, know, you could start, and we'll go one every other. Yeah, okay. I'm curious. Um, okay. This is one that I've actually been asked before, and I think it's a very hard one. Would you rather never, ever fall in love, or fall in love and be happy for like a year and then have the person that you love tragically die oh i've heard this one. Oh. Nope. Oh, one of my parents is home that'll probably be my mother anyway doesn't doesn't mean yeah. anything um it's so hard yeah never fall in love or fall in love and have the person tragically die I don't know. I guess I guess I would pick the second one. I would want to fall in love and have the memories. Me too. No, but see. <laughs> I gave you a hard one, to be fair. Yeah, you did. You did. You gave me a thought provoker. I'll say that oh. I think I think it's better okay. to have loved and lost than never loved at all. So no, I would I pick know. tragic death, I think. Okay. <sighs> you know, I think I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you there. Yeah. But I think. Just in case you're listening, Jesus, this is not an invitation for me to fall in love and have yes. you kill that person off. I'll be mad. <laughs> that Thank sounds you. like a good plan. Okay, your turn. Alright. Um Oh, I had I had one and now it went away. Uh Okay, this one's kind of a normal one. But would you rather go back in time and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great-grandchildren? Mm, that's a good question. I'm going to say go into the future and meet my grandchildren. Mm. And I think I'd want to see how my life has affected them and how my choices have affected them. Like how much of an impact I actually have on their lives. Yeah. How about you? See, I don't know because I, I, I agree. I would want to see that side of it, but I'd also want to see where I came from but I already know so much about that anyway from my parents and grandparents yeah so I yeah. guess I'd want to go I... into the future too yeah I think the future is exciting yes okay okay um here's just like I think this is a basic one it was actually kind of hard for me to choose would you rather always be too warm or always be too cold now at first I would pick too cold no, I mean, not too cold. At first, I'd pick too warm, because I hate being constantly too warm. But then I think about that, that feeling you get in your fingers, and uh, and where it's like numb slightly, and your nose when it's cold, and oh, I hate that feeling. After technical difficulties beyond our control, Simone, it is your turn to answer this question. Yes. I think that I would actually pick being too cold, because... As a general rule, I am too warm almost all the time. I am always really warm. And I get really, really sick of it. So even, like, during the winter time, if I'm, like, inside, I'm usually, like, eh, on the hotter end of things. And during the summer, even though it's, like, Minnesota, I after about, like, 
80 degrees, I get like uncomfortably toasty. And so I really hate that. So I think I would actually rather be too cold. Okay. I agree. You know, after thinking about it, I agree with that. You just like to agree with me. I do. You need to have your own opinion. No. Well, it's nice. it helps me to hear someone else's opinion. And I think I would have picked too cold anyway because I really hate being too warm. So I, I would have picked that anyway. But it also helps me to hear someone else's opinion. All right. Well, it's your turn to ask me one. Okay. So this one is an interesting one. Uh, would you rather have legs as long as your fingers or have fingers as long as your legs? <laughs> Both are weird pictures. Yes. Would everybody have these or just you? Um, I would actually be interested to hear your answer to both scenarios. I don't think it would actually choose, change my answer. Oh, okay. I think I would like fingers as long as my legs because I feel like that would actually be really handy. It probably would. Like, think, think how well you could play the piano. <laughs> or how badly you could play the piano. No, but, you, I mean, you could, like, span the whole octave or, like, the whole keyboard with one with one hand. And I feel like it would be really good for doing things like art projects and stuff because your fingers would be, like, so nimble and dexterous and so, like, awesome. Plus, I think it would be very hard to walk if your yes. legs were only as long as your fingers. It'd be very hard to do a lot of things if your legs were only yeah. as long as your fingers. So I would – and I'm not just agreeing with you. I'm just going to have to contradict you just to prove myself here. But, no, I would say fingers as long as your legs because I would not want to walk around on little stubby – teeny tiny no. legs um okay i'm gonna ask you my third question all right always be thirsty or always be hungry always be hungry dang that's what i was gonna uh! go <laughs> <laughs> i hate being thirsty i don't really mind being hungry the only time i mind being hungry is when it gives makes my stomach ache but otherwise i don't really mm. mind it yeah, I guess I don't like being hungry when it gives me a headache, which happens sometimes. Right. But being thirsty and feeling that cottony feeling in your mouth and just being like, water, I need it, yep. is un unpleasant. Okay, I think you have one last question for I me. I need to look through these. You little cheat. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm just putting way more effort into this podcast than yes, you are. Yes, you are. Hey, who's going to have to go through <laughs> and edit out all our our um fail our technology fails that's true okay <laughs> this one is really awesome and it kind of makes me laugh and it doesn't make okay. any sense <laughs> okay would you rather change gender every time you sneeze or not be able to tell the difference between a muffin and a baby <laughs> change gender i would too actually i've always kind of wondered what it's like to be a boy yeah so uh, that would be exciting like every time you sneeze you change that would be really I cool i think i'd try to like make myself sneeze all the time yeah okay i think it would be complicated if your clothing did not change with you yes that would be weird and like if all of a sudden you're a guy in like size four pants and they don't fit <laughs> but yes that, that is a true point. But still. But, 
And honestly, knowing the difference between a muffin and a baby is a vital skill to life, I think. Because you don't want to accidentally eat a child. <laughs> or have a muffin. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. No, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Yes. Um. So, we need to stop agreeing. This is weird. We, Katie, what's wrong with this? We never agree we about never anything. Knew. No. We, like, I think your mom gets frightened when I come over because we disagree so much and I think she thinks it's going to end up with me, like, decking you or something. Probably. And it maybe, maybe it might. I don't know. Hey, I mean, I can be violent when I'm angry. We both can. We both can be violent when we're yes. angry. And you especially are very good at being passive aggressive. I'm... I'm not sure if that's a compliment or an insult. Is that, um, is that good? I mean, like, well, I guess, I guess you never really want to be good at like being angry, but I would think of it as a compliment. Okay, I'll take it as such then. Take it. I will. All right. I think we're done here. Y- your your thing is on your microphone. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. I think this podcast has gone on way too long. Our poor listeners who don't exist. Their, yeah. their ears will be bleeding now. It's only been an hour and seven minutes. I, I think we're okay. I hope so. I'm sorry, listeners. We've we've taken an hour of your and seven minutes of your valuable lives, but that's okay. Actually, it's not going to be that long because we're going to have to edit out all the parts that failed. Yeah. Sorry, listeners. Some... You won't get to hear those. Yeah. You you will. We had some technical difficulties, which I think, Katie, you will edit out sufficiently. I will. I will. Let's okay. just say Skype... And microphones, they are not our friends today. That's okay, though. Nope. We will podcast anyway. We will move forward. All right. Well, friend, it's been lovely. It has been lovely. And I think this is goodbye. All right. Join us again. All those people who, you know, don't listen to us. Join us again (laughs) next week. Bring your friends. Invite. Tell them to invite their friends. Um, send us emails. We, yeah. We we want to know that you exist because right now Feedburner is telling me that no one is downloading our podcast. So prove me wrong. Send me an email. Tell me you download it and that you hate it slash love it. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Goodbye. See you next week, all. This has been the Two for the Road podcast. If you like what you hear, please leave us a rate and review in iTunes. You can find this podcast on iTunes and on our blog, the Two for the Road podcast.wordpress.com. You can send us feedback via our email, Two for the Road podcast at gmail.com. And find us on Twitter. Our handle is Two underscore for the Road. And that's the word Two. Our theme music is Knots by Jeremy Messersmith. Thanks again for listening. Farewell. <laughs>